Let's begin to thank him. Let's begin to give him praise for waking us up this morning. He is the, he is the good God. He is our father. He is our maker. Ancient of days, we worship you. We magnify your name for making it possible for us to see this beautiful day. The Bible said this is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want us to open our mouth and be grateful unto God this morning. Father, we worship you. Ancient of days, we magnify your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Blessed be your name. We thank you. We worship you. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for our leaders. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus for what you are set to do in our midst this morning. Father, we glorify your name in Jesus' mighty name. We have worshipped. I want us to go before God to go and ask for his mercy. We are going to open our mouth and say, Lord, I'm here again at your presence. This morning be merciful unto me in the name of Jesus. Lord, let each and every one of us receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto us and let there be a plenty of your grace. Let there be a plenty of your power upon us this morning in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, do something new, do something marvelous for each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God, let each and every one of us experience a the, the, the power of your transformation this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that this morning our life will go from grace to grace, from glory to glory, from strength to strength, by your mercy, O God. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed this morning. In the name of Jesus, let every defilement in my spiritual body be washed off by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, sanctify us. Lord, purify us. Lord, purge each and every one of us by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, every negative dreams of the night, we cancel it this morning by the power and the blood of Jesus. Lord, let your blood prevail for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let the harm of the wicked tormenting and afflicting my life, afflicting my career, afflicting my family, be broken and be destroyed this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, break the harms of the wicked being used against me to torment my family, to torment my career, to torment my business. Let the harm of the wicked be broken. In the name of Jesus, the book of Psalm 10, verse 15. The Bible says, break the harm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. I want you to know that wickedness will continue until when the harm of the wicked is broken. Open your mouth and say, Lord, this morning, Lord, break the harm of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, over our nation, break the harms of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, over our family, oh God, break the harms of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, every satanic hand being used to torment and to afflict us. This morning we command in the name of Jesus, be broken in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I declare this morning that the Lord will break the hands of the wicked over your life, over your family, in the name of Jesus. Every hand tormenting you, every hand opposing your progress, this morning I command them to be broken. 
in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth, I want to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every arrows of the wicked targeted at my career, targeted at my head, targeted at my family for destruction be destroyed this morning in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, destroy every satanic arrows that has been targeted against our family, targeted against our future. Every satanic arrows this morning be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, be broken into pieces and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Destroy those satanic arrows. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray that prayer again. You are going to cry unto God. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every arrow of the wicked in my body be removed and be destroyed this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The book of Psalm 38, verse 2. The Bible says, For your arrow pierced me deeply, and your hand presses me down. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning let every arrow of the wicked in my body be flushed out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I command every satanic arrows in my body, I command it to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, be flushed out and be destroyed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. According to Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, the Bible says, And it shall come to pass in that day. And today is that day. I said, today is that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. I want you to open your mouth this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every stubborn and long time yoke in my life be destroyed by the anointing this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let every yoke be broken and be destroyed. Every stubborn yoke, every long time yoke over my family, over my family, over my children, over my career, this morning be broken and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, I break every yoke by the reason of the anointing. In the name of Jesus, Lord, break every yoke of delay, break every yoke of failure, break every yoke of sickness, break every yoke of death. In the name of Jesus, by the reason of anointing, Lord, let every satanic yoke be broken this morning. In the name of Jesus, my posudia, I Sidika we break every yoke of the enemy over our business, over our careers, over our family this morning. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, we worship you, we give you praise. Because we know that each and every time we come unto you, you always answer us and show us great and mighty things that we do not know. Lord, we are here again at your presence. Do what you alone can do. In the name of Jesus, this morning as we go into your word very briefly, open our hearts to your word. And let your word be open unto us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of First Timothy, chapter 1, I mean, chapter 6. I'm sorry. First Timothy, chapter 6, verse 12. The Bible says, Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, to which you or you were also called. 
and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. This morning, by the grace of God, I will be sharing with us what I've titled an uncommon enemy of faith. An uncommon enemy of faith. Uncommon enemy of faith. It's uncommon, but it's common among believers. An uncommon enemy of faith. I want you to know that if you want to see the power of God in your life as Christian, there is an enemy that you need to fight. There's another enemy of faith that you need to fight this morning. And that enemy is common among believers, but it is an uncommon enemy of faith. What, what a paradox. Maybe you need healing your body for a long time. You need to fight against this enemy because that could be what has been injuring you. Maybe you are currently facing a financial challenge so big that you don't even know how to overcome it. You need to fight this enemy I'm about to talk about. Maybe you have even been praying about a situation in your life over and over again, but the passage of time might have left you wondering and you are asking, why is it that I'm praying and there's no result? Then you need to fight this enemy of faith I'm about to talk about. The book of Matthew chapter 17, Matthew chapter 17, I want to read from verse 19 to 22. The Bible said, Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? This was the disciple of Jesus. You know, they, they, were, they were given power in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. The Bible said Jesus called them together and he gave them power and authority to cast out demons and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. But by the time they got to Matthew 17, they were faced with difficulty that they could not overcome. They were faced with a challenge that made them to fail in their spiritual assignment. And the Bible said they came to Jesus and said, why could we not cast that devil out? Verse 20. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. Can you see that from your Bible? Because of your unbelief. For assuredly I say unto you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to yonder place, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible unto you. How be it? This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And what is that uncommon enemy of faith that I want to consider this morning? It's what I call unbelief. Unbelief. I want you to know that unbelief is a byproduct of fear and doubt. Anytime there is fear and doubt in your heart, it will give back to unbelief. And this is an uncommon enemy of faith because many, many, many of us, you know, we, 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 when we operate in unbelief, we think we are still operating in faith. Why do I say that? Because when you are operating in unbelief, you still believe something. Yes, you still believe something. It's only that you are believing the wrong thing. You still believe something. But it's just that you are believing the wrong thing. The book of Matthew chapter 13 verse 58. Even Jesus Christ, as powerful as he is, when he went to his own town, the Bible says, now he did not do Many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Even though, even though the Bible told us in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 that how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power 
who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. But when Jesus got to his hometown with all the anointing, with all the power, with the presence of God with him, the Bible says he could there do no mighty works. Why? Because of the atmosphere of unbelief. And that's why this morning we want to consider that enemy. Because it's an enemy of progress. It's an enemy that will, that will incapacitate the power of God from doing wonders in your life. Unbelief. Unbelief. Now, when it comes to unbelief, what is an unbelief? What is unbelief? When we talk about unbelief, I'm going to give us three points about the definition of unbelief. Then I will also talk about consequence of unbelief. Then I will also talk about how we can overcome unbelief. I'm going to be running very fast. When we talk about unbelief, unbelief means not trusting God. Not trusting God. The book of Psalm 78 verse 22, the Bible says, Because they believed not in God and trusted not his salvation. That word salvation can also be translated deliverance. The Bible says, because they believed not in God. This is the Bible talking about the Israelites. Many of the reasons why they behaved the way they behaved was because they did not believe in God, nor trust in his salvation. So when we are talking about unbelief, we are talking about faithlessness. We are talking about being unfaithful to God. The book of Romans chapter 3 verse 3, the Bible says, for what, for what? If some did not believe, Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Look at that. Shall their unbelief make the faith? The, the, the faith of God being mentioned there is talking about the faithfulness of God. That is to say, even if you choose to believe, you are the one that will suffer the consequence because your unbelief does not change the faithfulness of God. The fact that you don't believe in divine healing doesn't, doesn't change the faithfulness of God to still heal. When there is somebody that believes in him. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 20. I want to read this from CEV version. The Bible says, And said, You are unfaithful and can't be trusted. So I won't answer your prayers. I will just watch and see what happens to you. This was God speaking about the Israelites here. He said because they did not believe in him, he also will not answer their prayer. So unbelief can lead to unanswered prayers. Number two, what is unbelief? Unbelief means a want of faith or a deficiency of faith. The book of Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 16, we, we see that among the disciples, Mark chapter 16, because there was a deficiency in their faith after Jesus resurrected. They, they, they didn't have they believe in the power in the divine power of God. Mark 16, verse 14. The Bible says, Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them, that is, he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of their heart, because they did not believe them which had seen him after he was risen. Unbelief. Unbelief is a deficiency of faith. Whenever we exercise unbelief in our heart, it's because there is deficiency of faith. There is want of faith in God's power or there is want of faith or deficiency of faith in the promises of God. The book of Romans chapter 4 verse 20, the Bible talking about Abraham said, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. 
but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Do you know Abraham also, he, he, he experienced unbelief, but the Bible says he did not allow that to shake his faith. He kept giving glory to God. You know, when people were saying Abraham, he would tell them, I'm not Abraham, I am Abraham. Because Abraham means father of, uh, of, of multitude, but Abraham means father of nations. And because God changed his name. So, so, so Abraham was telling them, even though there was no child, he said, I'm father of nation. And he kept giving glory to God. He kept giving glory to God until when God answered him. So, so, so what I'm saying is that when there is deficiency of faith in the promise of God, that is unbelief. Then number three, what is unbelief? Unbelief is weakness of faith. Weakness of faith. When our faith is weak, it means we are we are, we are exercising unbelief. The book of Mark chapter 4 verse 24, there was a man, the Bible talk about, who brought his uh, sick child to Jesus. This child has epileptics. And the Bible mentioned that sometimes this boy, you know, the, when the epileptics come upon him, it drives him into water, it drives him into fire. And this man, when he brought this child to the disciple of Jesus, they could not do anything. And look at what happened when this man met with Jesus. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. <laughs> so, so that man actually believed, but his faith was weak. He said, I believe, Lord, but help my unbelief. The same thing with the disciples in Matthew chapter 17, Matthew chapter 17, verse 24, Matthew 17, verse 24, the Bible says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. So whenever there is weakness of faith, it means unbelief. Now, how do I know that my faith is weak? My faith is weak when I consider or focus on the storm rather than focus on the Savior. That means my faith is weak. My faith is weak when I focus more on the trouble than I focus on the testimony that will come. My faith is weak. How do I know that my faith is weak? My faith is weak when I believe something, but I do contrary to what I believe. Let's say, for example, you, you are saying, well, I believe that God is my healer. I believe that God is my healer. And then you start talking about how painful the, the symptoms is. You start talking about how your head is ringing. Maybe you have a headache. And you are saying, well, my head is ringing like, like somebody using a hammer to smash my head. But you said you believe. So when you say you believe, you, you, you cannot be saying something that will contradict what you believe in your heart. When you are doing that, it shows that your faith is weak. Now, let me give us three consequences of unbelief before I tell us how to overcome it. Number one, when there is unbelief, it will lead to spiritual blindness. The reason why many of us, we are not seen with our eyes of faith is because of unbelief. Because unbelief has the power to blindfold our heart. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, the Bible says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of them which believe not. Look at that. Which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. 
I want you to know that the devil used this unbelief to blindfold our mind. Many of those people who are yet to be saved today, the reason why they are not saved is because their mind has been blindfolded by unbelief. And that's why when we are praying for our loved ones, when we are praying for people who are not yet saved, our prayers should be focused on God. Open their spiritual eyes to see the light of the gospel. The book of uh, Romans chapter 1 verse 21, the Bible says, Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Can you see that? Another consequence of unbelief is when you, when, when you is spiritual blindness, when you are unthankful, when you are unthankful, it shows that you are experiencing unbelief in your heart. And that will lead to our hearts being darkened. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Now, what is another consequence of unbelief? Number two, it, it will lead to failure to possess our possession. Anytime we are, we are working in unbelief, it will lead to failure of our possessing of our possession. The book of Hebrews chapter 3 verse 19, the Bible says, So we see that they could not enter him. That is, they could not enter into the promised land because of their unbelief. So what I'm telling us this morning is that unbelief will never do us any good. And that's why we must fight against it. It is an enemy of faith. The book of Jude chapter 1 verse 5. I, I want to read this. I was shocked when I was reading this yesterday. Jude chapter 1 verse 5. Jude only has one chapter. The Bible says, And I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believe not. Look at that. The Bible says, God saved them out of the land of Egypt, but on their way to the promised land, many of them were being destroyed again because they did not believe in God. Then number three, what is another consequence of unbelief? Unbelief can lead to deaths in sin. Unbelief can lead to death in sin, which means if somebody continues to experience or to work in unbelief, they can die in their sin. I pray you. I pray that none of us will die in, in, our, in our sea of unbelief. In the name of Jesus. The book of John chapter 8 verse 24. You know, Jesus speaking here. He said, therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am he who will die in your own sins. If you do not believe that I am he. Jesus said, you will die in your sin. I pray that we shall not die in our sin. The name of Jesus. The book of Psalm 106 verse 43, the Bible says, Many times he delivered them, but they rebelled in their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. The, the iniquity of unbelief. The iniquity of unbelief. Even in Acts chapter 10 verse 43, Paul said, To him all the prophets witness that through his name, Whoever believes in him will receive remissions of sin. But many of them, they choose to walk in unbelief. Now, I'm going to give us three things we can do because of our time to overcome unbelief. One, for me to overcome unbelief, I must know God's will. I must know God's will. If you don't know the will of God, sometimes the devil will use your ignorance to fight against you. 
No wonder the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11. The Bible says, let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Look at that. Let us labor to enter into that rest. What is the labor we are to labor? We are to labor to know the will of God over any particular issues or circumstance in our life. Once we know the will of God on it, then we can take it to God in prayer. And that was what the disciples did in Matthew 17 from verse 19 to 21. You know, the disciples, they felt defeated after they could not cast out the demons. And they came to Jesus and said, why could we not cast that demon out? Why could we not cast that demon out? And the reason was because they forgot the promise of God that he gave to them in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. That he has given them power and authority to cast out demons. They forgot about that. They were only, they were only focusing on the way the gymnastic that the, 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 boy, the sick boy was doing. How he was rolling on the floor. And that made them to forgot the promise of God. So what I'm telling us is, for us to overcome and believe... We need to know the will of God. What is God saying about the situation I'm going through? And once we know it, that should give us boldness to believe and to trust in God for miracle. The book of Isaiah 5 verse 13, the Bible said, Therefore my people have gone into captivity because they have, they have no knowledge. And Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6, it said, My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. Look at that. I pray that God will deliver us from ignorance in the name of Jesus. Number two, what do I need to do to overcome unbelief? I need to, I can, I can overcome unbelief by rejecting fear from my heart. By rejecting fear. Anytime you sense fear in your heart, reject it. Renounce it. Don't allow fear to dwell in your heart. The book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. I want to read this from Amplified Version. The Bible says, do not fret or have anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants or your requests known unto God. Don't allow fear to grip your heart. Because when fear and doubt come together, they will give back to unbelief. But anytime you sense fear in your heart, maybe you are going through some hardship, you're going through some difficult situation that you cannot bear, don't allow fear to grip your mind. Number three, how do I overcome unbelief? I can overcome unbelief by continuing to believe in God's love for me. By continuing to believe in God's love for me. The book of 1 John chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible says, and we know and believe. Look at that. We know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God is in him. The book of Mark 11 verse 22, the Bible says, Our faith in God. And the Bible also says God is love. So which means for me to overcome unbelief, I need to continue to have faith in God's love for me. God's love for me. God's love for me. The moment we focus our heart on the love of God, you know, it will help us to, 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 to overcome unbelief, especially when we are going through difficult times. In conclusion, you can overcome unbelief when you know God's will and you believe it without any doubt and refuse to fear and receive the unending love of God. You will overcome and believe and receive what you desire. I pray that this morning as we, as we pray, the Lord 
We give us all our heart desires in the name of Jesus Christ. And whatsoever situation the devil is using to cause us to be afraid, I pray that this morning the Lord will terminate it. In the name of Jesus, that sickness in your body, I command it to depart right now. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus, that difficult situation you are facing right now, I command it to disappear. In the name of Jesus, that mountain of obstruction before you, I command it to melt. In the name of Jesus, I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me be delivered from the spirit of ignorance that has taken my life captives. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, those who don't have knowledge, the Bible says they will enter into captivity. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, deliver me from the spirit of ignorance that has taken my life captive. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, we pray for total deliverance from the spirit of, of ignorance that has taken our life captive. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. We pray for total deliverance from the spirit of ignorance in the name of Jesus. Let us be delivered. Let us be delivered in the mighty name of Jesus from the spirit of ignorance that has taken our life captive in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father Lord, let every cloud of unbelief hanging over my life be removed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every cloud of unbelief, every cloud of unbelief hanging over my family, hanging over my business, hanging over my life be removed this morning by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let that cloud be removed in the name of Jesus. You cloud of unbelief will command you to be removed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Jesus told his disciples, he said, If you believe and if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say unto this mountain, and this morning, we want to speak to some mountains in our life. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every mountain of impossibility, every mountain of sickness, every mountain of failure, every mountain of delay, every mountain of defeat and delay in my life, let them be removed and be cast into the sea of forgetfulness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I speak to you mountains in my life. Be removed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Speak to your mountain this morning. You mountains of sickness. You mountains of failure. I speak unto you. I command in the name of Jesus. Be removed and be cast into the sea. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every mountains of, of hindrances. This morning be removed. In the name of Jesus. You the mountain of failure. Be removed this morning. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I declare the name of Jesus. That every mountain standing in your front and ending your progress, I command them to move into the sea. In the name of Jesus Christ, it is well with you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning I reject the spirit of fear in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every bondage of fear be broken over my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. 
Open your mouth, pray against the spirit of fear. Masata yadagaba, jeli kapasidi kapolia, masota lagabada, elemeke sedelia. You spirit of fear, we reject you, we renounce you, we cast you out. In the name of Jesus Christ, we stop your oppression in our life. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let every bondage of fear be broken by fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, open my spiritual eyes of faith to begin to see my opportunity. To begin to see my blessings. To begin to see my favor. To begin to see my help. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Open your mouth and pray and tell God to open your spiritual eyes. The book of Genesis chapter 21 verse 19. The Bible said, Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. Unbelief can block our eyes. Unbelief can make us not to see. But once unbelief has been, uh, has been dealt with, our eyes will be opened. I want you to crown to God and say, Lord, open my eyes. Open my spiritual eyes to begin to see my opportunities. To begin to see my help. To begin to see my favor. In the name of Jesus. To begin to see what belongs to me. Open my eyes. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to crown to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. This morning I call forth my blessings. I call forth my, my new ideas. I call forth wisdom. I call forth glory of God. I call forth favor. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Begin to call for them. Call for your blessing this morning. Call for the help of God. Call for the favor of God. Call for the help of God. Call for new anointing. Call for new idea. Call for wisdom. We call for wisdom in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that this morning all our blessings will locate us. In the name of Jesus, everything that belongs to us, every good thing that you have prepared for us for today, we call them forth. In the name of Jesus, let them locate us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go out this morning, I receive power to walk in dominion over sin, to walk in dominion over sickness, to walk in dominion over satanic powers. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. We receive power to walk in dominion. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you for answer to our prayer this morning. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. Lord, we ask that as we go out, your presence will go with us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you help us to overcome unbelief. In the mighty name of Jesus, every atmosphere of unbelief around us, every cloud of unbelief hanging over our life, Lord, this morning, let it be removed by fire. In the name of Jesus, as we go out this morning, let all our blessings locate us and, and let us enjoy your goodness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Today, I brought myself, I am the sacrifice, I have more than a song. Today, hey, I brought myself, I am your worship, I have more than a song.